We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To the Friday evening edition of the Field of 68 After Dark here on Sirius XM, the channel 84, the ESPNU station. We're live on YouTube. If you're watching over there, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. All of that stuff really does help us. Jump in the chat, ask us questions. Troll Carter Elliott, that is always an enjoyable time. We're presented by our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. My name is Rob Dosser. I have with me Wake Forest legend Randolph Childress and the rifleman, Clemson's own Terrence Oglesby, we are live from the Sportsbook at the Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. It's been a day, fellas. It has been a day. And after a Thursday that was absolutely insane, Friday was annoyingly normal. Every top five seed that played won. The only double-digit seeds that played and won played against a team who, A, coach got fired, Mm -hmm. B, a team whose star point guard blew out their knee, and C, a team that played against a team that was coached by Andy Enfield. So, we had a couple close calls that we got to talk about. I'm going to wait to get into this Wisconsin-Colgate game until it ends. Currently, Wisconsin's up by four. We're still sweating out that cover. Come on, Colgate. Just lose by seven. That's all you got to do, lose by seven. So, we're going to start with Illinois and Chattanooga. RC, you were all over those moccasins, man. You had me all over those moccasins. They led for 19 minutes and 35 seconds. Illinois did not take their first lead until there were 45 seconds left in the game. What happened to Chattanooga? They struggled to score the second half. I mean, we, that was the one concern that we talked about that I had with them was that in a half court with certain matchups with Malachi, who didn't play well offensively tonight at all, if they weren't able to post him up, where was the offense going to come from? Because we knew they couldn't post you know, Silvio de Sosa against, against Kofi. Like we knew he couldn't do that. So, uh, give give hey give Illinois credit, they battled their tails off. That that was a difficult game. We thought it was over. They 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 were behind all game and and found a way at the very end to close it out. But I thought it was probably the you know minus a game winning basket, probably the best game of the tournament so far. Both teams competed. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of the, what we said yesterday came true. It yeah. was just a matter of. You know, Kofi Coburn was so good and so big yes. around the basket, but they were still able to throw guys at him. I, I just – any other time, they did a terrific job defensively on Malachi Smith, and that's what it really came down to. I, I haven't seen a game this year where he ends up going four of 20 guys. Right. And he is a gifted scorer. And there, I, I think I counted three or four where they just went back rim. I mean, right. everything was a little bit little bit long. and It's just one of those games. But that, like we said, I, I don't think that UT Chattanooga – 
didn't live up to the expectations. Right. I thought they they were right there with it. It's right. just part of they it. They should have won. They should have won. They should have won. They, they did up 39 minutes and change. Like They should have won that game. They were up by double digits for much of the first half. They were up by 11 in the second half in a game where Illinois only scored 54 points. That is, uh, for Illinois, it is the definition of survive and advance. Because Illinois did not play well. No. They, they did didn't. not play well at all. And, and look, I, I can... I can forgive Malachi Smith and David Jean Baptiste for struggling. Uh, Trent Frazier is, uh, we, we kind of called him short, but remember last night what we said? It's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. Yeah. Did I get it right that time? Yeah, you got it right. I nailed it that time. I, pra- you I was right practicing. Nailed that I was like practicing over there in the chair. <laughs> I was going to make sure I had to get this one right. But, um, I, I mean, I, I think I, I just came away so impressed with Chattanooga. And, and they were everything that we thought they were going to be in that game. Yeah. And it came down to. A shot from 15 feet from your best player that was open. He got a good look to he win did. it. He got two looks. He got yeah. two looks to win it. The, the first one got blocked, but the second one to win it at the buzzer. 15-footer mm-hmm. from the wing, chance to win it. I'll take, I, I will give Malachi Smith could be four for 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to give him that shot to win it every single time. No question. No and question. I, I hate to be all cliche and say it's a make-or-miss game. But NCAA tournament is. It is. I mean, especially well, a one-off. I mean, I get if you're an Illinois fan, I feel terrible for you. I mean, because your blood pressure medication, you must be running out of it. <laughs> like this team, the 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 great or the good is worth a million bucks. The bad is so bad it just hurts your heart. Like some of these passes they would make whenever they were making their run to get back in. Like that, I remember specifically, they get on a run, they hit a three. Trent Fraser drives baseline and throws it to nobody. <laughs> straight out of bounds and yet they still find ways to win like it, it it's got to be the most frustratingly exciting winning team that i've seen in a long time because their mistakes they aren't they aren't subtle like those <laughs> mistakes are so loud you throw them straight out of bounds when they mess up they mean it there, there are times there are times <laughs> in my life when i'm like man it's so hard to to be a fan of this team and it's so hard for me to watch this team play because of things that they do and then I just sit there and I think about the fact that there are Illinois fans out there that have to watch Andre Corbello play every single game. RC, I, I, I said it to you. We were yes, sitting right there. I was getting ready to repeat it. Go ahead. I was getting Go ahead. Ready take to it. Say, take it. Take he, it as your own. Take it, it as your it, own. It was the funniest thing he said today, and it was so accurate. We're watching the game, and he goes, the best player for Chattanooga is Corbello. <laughs> Six turnovers. Yeah. I mean. He's a riverboat gambler. Listen, he. It wasn't just the turnovers. That was part of it. The other thing about it was he's – I think he's at his best when he's playing more of a facilitating, pure point guard. To me, he's he's playing like he's a walking bucket. Like, he's driving, looking to score. He's forcing stuff. It's like every time he touched the ball, he was trying to make something happen. And and it just it just didn't work well tonight. I mean, but we talked about it. I told you guys, Chattanooga is one of the better defensive teams that I'd seen all year long and their, their their length and athleticism as a guard at the guard position maybe gave us some trouble but they're, but they're lucky helped on the backside with those screen and roll situations because yeah. they chad Nugget can cover a ball screen yes. you know andre corbello he's just this is why I, i've stated so many times that i feel like he's so much better coming off the bench for you like in my humble opinion 30 minutes is too much for andre corbello he's an 18 to 23 minute a game guy because then you can get spurts of good, mm-hmm. and you have, don't have to rely on the sporadic as much. Does that make sense? Because if you leave him out there, he's, go, he, he's playing with his foot on the floor, talking about like a gas pedal, like his foot's on the floor the entire time. There's no pullback. 
So him coming off the bench, I think, is a better option for that team going forward. He came off the bench today, but 30 minutes, that's a lot for somebody like yep. him that's a sporadic with, with what he does. All right, so Illinois advances uh, to the second round. They are going to play Houston, who, uh, who knocked off UAB. That game was not as close as I, I think we all thought it was going to end up being. Uh, Houston hit seven of their first eight threes. They made nine of their first 13 threes. They finished with 10, uh, 10 threes overall. They shot 53% from the floor. And Jelly Walker, six for 18, <laughs> one for 10 from three, five turnovers. He uh, he did not play his best day. Either. Watch it over there. He did not play his best. What do you want me he to didn't, say? He, he didn't. Six for 18, one for 10 from three. But he's still he's still awesome. Hey, look, you go. You, you shoot 30% from three, and, and UAB covers in that game. That's it all happens. I got to say. It, uh, but but it, in all seriousness, if Houston's going to shoot like that, then you might as well just, you know, Illinois might as well not even bother showing up on Sunday, just get in the plane, take the plane ride home, get that extra day of rest, get some sleep, go see your family, go see your friends, go to class. I mean, Houston was unbelievable today. There's so many athletes on the floor playing for Houston. It's unbelievable. And they just swarm at you. And this is without their best two players, which is insane to me. And then they come out and shoot it the way they did. I think one thing we have seen during this tournament in particular is some of these smaller guards that maybe aren't wide set, like big shoulders. Like Malachi Smith's tall. Like he's a 6'4", six, 6'5", six, guard. He's not exceptionally wide. No. Jelly Walker is a smaller guard. Like, whenever they take that step up in competition and play bigger size, you can see the difference. Houston's got those big bodies and athletes around the perimeter. It, that's an impressive bunch, and they continue to do it. Kelvin Sampson has not gotten enough credit this year. Point yeah. blank, period. He no, 100%. 100%. I think that this game kind of proved it, RC. You know, they have – I've said it before. It's, it's very much a next-man-up attitude with all of these guys. And I think that every year, RC, every year – they lose someone important, whether it's Quentin Grimes or, or Marcus Sasser this year, and we find ourselves saying, hey, how, can, how are they going to be able to replace this dude? Well, you know what? They got Tajay Moore coming in, killing people. They got Kyler Edwards coming in, dropping 25-7 and seven in the NCAA tournament. They got Jamal Sheed out here, dropping 12.7 assists, one turnover. Mm-hmm. Right? Like It's just there's always going to be another guy. When are we going to learn? At some point, we have to learn. Listen, I, I, I'm a huge fan of his, and, and you know, we interviewed him on the show you know, a while back, and, and he's – I think he's as good as anybody in the business. I mean, he is. And, and I don't know another team that can say they can lose their two best players and be where Houston is right now. I, no, I don't know if anybody can say There's not one. Yeah. Start, start looking down the line at, at teams at the top of the country. Take away their top two players. But they got to answer the bell come, come Illinois because the, if, we, if we're going to play devil's advocate here, we're going to say who have they played all year. Right now, because that game against Alabama is not looking as good as it did early in the year, even mm-hmm. though they lost at you know they lost mm-hmm. at Alabama. So some of these wins are like, eh, you kind of question it. But I, I think they're the real deal, and I and I actually think they're going to win that Illinois game. Before we move on, I got to shout out Trey Jemison, this the five man for UAB, who's a great kid. He played tonight on a partially torn MCL. Mm-hmm. Because he knew he wasn't going to play. I mean, I don't know what what his. Gosh, it feels like forever since he's he been there. He's seven a, and seven. Yeah, he yeah, just seven and seven. He's he's a senior. He's. I think he's going to end up graduating and construct like a great kid. Played hurt for his teammates today. I mean, former Clemson kid, right? Former Clemson kid. That's what, that's how I know him. And he's had knee problems pretty much his entire college career, but he stepped up in a big way, in my opinion, today. Just getting out there and and. Competing, so shout mm-hmm. out to Trey Jemison. That probably should have been my cheers. But. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about this Wisconsin game because they are now up by seven, uh, sixty-seven to sixty, with four point six seconds left. Please, Colgate, 
don't foul. There's 4.6 <laughs> seconds left. You're down by seven. Don't foul. The line is seven and a half. Do not foul. Wisconsin, they were down for much of the first half. I think they were down by double figures in the first half. They were tied at halftime. Johnny Davis came out, finally started making some shots in the second half. Are you worried about them, T.O.? Are you worried about Wisconsin? I mean, not more than we already have been. We know it's Johnny Davis and everybody else, so if he's going to be – you know, halfway hurt, it's going to hurt things. But this Colgate team can shoot the ball. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that they can – yeah, they can really shoot the basketball, so that doesn't help things. But moving forward, he's got to be fully healthy. Who do they have in that next round? It's um, – Iowa State. Iowa State. Gosh, you want to talk about a tough defensive team. You want to talk about a snooze fest of a game? Is there anyone that wants miserable. to watch Wisconsin play Iowa State? N- not I. Do we, have, do, we have, do we have to watch it? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, do we have to watch it? I, I was shocked. No today. fouls, no fouls. That's a cover, baby. Let's go. That's a cover. Let's go. Is that, is that like is that the first one in the room today? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I was about to say not a whole lot of wins. Today. Yeah. No, see, no, that's down. a cover, baby. Slow, slow that's down. a cover. Slow he down knows. Now. He some, knows. Some of us, or well, one of us, did at least. All right. Um, let's talk about the Big Ten as a whole because I don't know. How it was a tough day for the gambling crowd. Yeah. No, not, not for me. Not for me either. I made, I made my comeback. I got on the crap tables. I sat next to the old man in Wisconsin hat. Yeah. Y'all need to relax before I start lashing out because I love all three of y'all. <laughs> it's starting to get on a personal I'm, level. So. <laughs> we were just celebrating with uh, personal Say accomplishments this. here today. The talent maybe had a good day. The producers, maybe not so much. <laughs> it just depends. Would you rather win bets or would you rather your team win NCAA tournament? This win guy. bets. Bets. Yeah, bets. Probably actually. Bets. Bets. Like All day long, bets. 37 bets. scored on his team. Bets. Especially, <laughs> especially when I have 27 different favorite teams. And especially <laughs> when I have the audacity ah, to, root, to root for a team's rivals. We'll get into that later. Let's talk about the Big Ten as a whole. Big Ten went 7-3 in the NCAA tournament. Three of them got knocked out. We got six, uh, six teams getting to the second round here. Um, what do we think? How do we feel about it? Was it was the league justified? Were we? I, I think I, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, okay? Because I don't remember what you guys said. We've we've talked way too much for me to remember exactly what you say every single time that we talk. Yep. But I felt that the Big Ten was overrated heading into into this event. I didn't know if there was an, uh, a national title contender on this uh, in, coming out of that conference. I think the hard thing about the Big Ten is the style of play that you need to win in the Big Ten is not necessarily yes. conducive to what you Everyone need to knows. do to win in the NCAA tournament, right? Because it, it's, the, it's the lone league that focuses on the aircraft carrier, the big man. Yeah. Like, like so many yeah. teams have those big guys. You see what happens in the NCAA tournament. If you can't score at a high level with those big men, sometimes you're going to struggle. And you saw it today with, with some of the losses. It's just – because of how they play and the style that you need in order to be successful in that league, it makes it really hard. Everyone else is playing more modern small ball, and they, the Big Ten seem to be playing more throwback, two bigs or, or dominant big, and, and no one else is playing that way. So when they get in these matchups like today, luckily for Illinois, I would say because Coach Paris comes from, the, you know, he has a, a Big Ten background coming from there, he built that team similarly, and it was an easier transition for Illinois, even though it was, you know, it was a hard four game. So, I, I, but even 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 so, I mean, they have a big guy, right? That, that, that you know, but Kofi Coburn, he moves pretty well. The yep. team that the team that I would argue that's built that's actually two of them that are built best for March 
and how their teams are structured would be Michigan State because they're switchable with Marcus mm-hmm. Bingham. And the other one would be Rutgers and Rutgers loss. And Rutgers loss, Because yeah. Rutgers is big, switchable, and they have some shot makers. So, yeah. like, those are the two teams that I would think, like, moving forward in a, in a tournament like this, those are the ones that, that would have some success. But, obviously, one and one as far as that's concerned. Yeah. It, and as, as much as I want to slander that half of the room, I got to say that the two teams that I had the biggest question marks coming in from the Big Ten were Michigan and Michigan State. I thought Michigan's second half and probably the last about 25 minutes against Colorado State was just utterly dominant, mm-hmm. right? And they didn't even have their starting point guard. And then Michigan State went out there and they looked – they tried to lose the game down the stretch. They tried to give it back <laughs> over the course of the last uh, last two minutes. And I, I think that – did it get a little sweaty over there? What was the last, last couple of minutes, Carter? I definitely got a little sweaty, but it's okay, though. As long as you – A win is a win. Prevail, you got to prevail. That's all it is. At the end of the day, a W, I went to the counter. I cashed my ticket. That's all that matters. It's all right. <laughs> when, I, I'm really win. happy they did because I, I don't know. I might have I might have went to the bullpen had he had they not <laughs> – I might have tapped out. I'm so mad with my RC about yeah, 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 yeah. I'm cool. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, we got we to gotta, we gotta take a quick pause here. Uh, when we do come back, there was one conference that went 6-0. and And I'm going to tell you why the one team in that league that wasn't a one seed is the one that you got to watch out for long-term as a national title threat. Wow. All right, we got any questions from the chat? We don't have a question, Uh-oh. but we do have oh boy. some people in the chat saying that Curbelo was plus 15 today. And they're very skeptical of you guys saying he's. He was he was plus fifteen because yeah, they, yeah. they that one. That, that's a very misleading stat. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was getting at. Is, is the noisiest yeah. stat that there can possibly be. Stop. Right. Yep. Two. He did have a good plus minus, but he also made some bad plays. If 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 he made some smarter plays, they might have been like plus twenty one, and maybe you would have gotten a cover. Maybe you wouldn't have needed a. Malachi Smith to miss a shot that could have lost you a game. So now what he now what he does do is he provides value with like this change of pace and all that stuff. Like I'm not saying he's a bad player. I never have, but he had six yeah, turnovers. Wanna, like he's just wanna, handing the ball off. Like you don't want to you don't want to kick him off the team, but yeah. you want to rein him in and use him in, in, in probably smaller doses. Than, yeah. I, look when you get to when you get to Houston, you, that I, I'm mm, that's not going to be good for old Andre. Houston, those, those Houston guards? We saw what they did to Jelly Walker. Yeah, it'll be interesting. They ate him up. He All is right. a little bit bigger than Jelly Walker. <laughs> a lot of people are a little bit bigger than <laughs> Jelly Walker. <laughs> Dagan. What Diesel. Nuts hanging Dagan. It's not a thing. Who's that guy? It is, it is a Never thing. And you answer to it. It's a thing. Uh, I got one right here. We only got 15 seconds, so uh, make it quick. How confident are you in Arizona to make to the, to the championship? Uh, I have Villanova coming out of that region. Kirk Risa, sprained ankle. I have Arizona. I have Arizona as well. We are back. It is the Field of 68 After Dark. We are live. Sirius XM Channel 84. That is the ESPNU station. We're streaming over on YouTube. If you're watching there, jump in the chat. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Do all of those things that really help us out. All those interactions help more than I think you guys realize. Rob Dawson here. Terrence Oglesby. Randolph Childress. We are sitting live in the studio at the Rivers Casino Sportsbook. You can see it in the background. It was getting pretty, uh, pretty rowdy, rowdy there. Yeah, it got yeah. pretty rowdy there for uh, for the 7 and, and 9 o'clock tips uh, for tonight's games. This is a great venue. They have the biggest screen that I've ever seen in my life that can be split up in, in 
20 different ways. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had all four games going on screens that were bigger than any screen that I could ever imagine fitting in my house. So uh, it's an awesome venue. Comfortable seats. T.O. fell asleep on one of those chairs out there. Randolph, I looked over. He had his head back. He had his eyes shut. I don't know if he was asleep. He said his contacts were bothering him. We're not. I'm, I'm not going to push him on that one. I'm going to let him have that if he needs it. Uh, but we got to talk about the Big 12, guys. The, the biggest game uh, coming out of that conference today. He went 4-0 today. The two one seeds won yesterday, unsurprisingly. But to me, the biggest statement, Texas Tech, Oh, yeah. they beat up on Montana State. I don't know what that score was, but it was roughly 135 to 16. <laughs> 97-62. 97-62. Why do you got to come with the facts? We didn't need the facts. We got, people, it up the we people got the point. Um, T.O., I'll go to you first on this one because you, uh, you are an honorary uh, resident. Red Raider. You're yeah, an honorary not- Red Raider, a, a man a man of the people in the Lubbock. Those are your people? Guns up. Shout out Lubbock. Thinking about buying a vacation home there. Um, <laughs> vaca- Lubbock is a vacation destination. You didn't know that, did you, RC? I didn't. I it's do a, now. It's a vacation destination. Look, gotcha. that, that team defensively is incredible. And I, I realize what Montana State is. I'm not going to blow it, I blow it out as some kind of, hey, man, best defensive performance ever. Montana State very small at the point guard position. You can overwhelm them. That's what Texas Tech can do. But it's also a Texas Tech team, guys, that you can look at and be like, this This is a team that could play really well in March because, like we said, about basically all day today, you can't call every single foul. That's the biggest thing. Like, if you foul on every possession, you can't call a foul on every single possession. They are exceedingly physical. They switch so well. They can guard so many different positions. It's just a bunch of guys that play together. Six guys in double figures, two guys with 20. Terrence Shannon Jr., we've talked about it. Was he going to be able to get his rhythm back 20 mm-hmm. points today? It if he's great, good. if he's great, this is a Final Four team. More importantly, no question. More importantly, six assists, just the one turnover. Mm-hmm. Even more importantly, Kevin McCuller back on the floor. If you talk to anybody in the Big 12, RC, they'll tell you that Kevin McCuller is a guy that makes them so important. So let me ask you this. They advance. He's a steadying force. Yeah, they're yeah. a steadying force. They're, they advance. They're taking on uh, Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame? I'm trying to picture the bracket. I'm pretty sure it's Yeah, they're taking on Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. I'm just going to go with it. If it's wrong, someone will yell no, at me. No, no, it's Notre Dame. <laughs> it's go. a nightmare for Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I – I, I'm going to go the other way. I think it's a tough. Ooh. I think it's a tough matchup. How so? Because I think the biggest thing we don't give Notre Dame offensively is as hard to guard as any team that we're going to see in, this, in the conference because they got five guys on the floor. They're going to spread you, and Atkinson in the post is it's a tough matchup because he he has moves. He's skilled. He's a skilled low post scorer, and they're going to surround him by four guys that can shoot it and shoot it at a high level. So they spread you out. They drive you. And I mean, like we talked about today. I mean, I we, we talked about that Notre Dame game against Alabama, and uh, and I know that was an injury. Quinnelly, I hope he's all right. I mean, it maybe it looked bad, yeah, but it looked, bad. it looked really really bad with his knee injury today. But I, I had Notre Dame coming out of that game, even if he was if he was healthy. I just think they're a tough cover, and they're defending a little better. I mean, and and how how poetic would it be for Mike Bray yep. to ride off into the sunset? By taking this Notre Dame team that everybody wrote off, everyone said that was terrible, finished second in the ACC, we had them in a playing game, and yeah. make a run of the tournament. I just don't think it'll be as lopsided as we think. I mean, they, uh, Texas Tech looked phenomenal today. What's the spread they, according to Bet Rivers? Uh, I don't think that it they, is out yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think they'll cover the spread if it's not some lopsided crazy. I'd like Notre Dame to make that a game. You know, you know what my concern with that is? When you play that no-middle switching defense that Texas Tech does, it doesn't let you run stuff. 
you can't run your sets. Yeah, but Notre right. Dame doesn't run. But no, that's what I'm saying. Notre Dame doesn't like, run stuff. Yeah, they're yeah, not a they big set team. They're, they're a motion based offense. Cut. They get it and go. The only thing, the only thing that I'm concerned about when it comes to Notre Dame and their offense and what they like to do is, is they don't let you swing the ball. Notre Dame's got to swing the ball from side to yeah. side. And in ball swing motion, they only have one. They only have one or two guys that can do anything. Like Prentice Hub has been fine. He hasn't been as good as a lot of people thought he was going to be. But Blake Wesley, if he's able to penetrate early in the offense, that's, he can give you some problems, but he's got to go right away because he's got to be, be able to catch it right away. Like, he's got to be, be great. It's gotta he's gotta he's be the great. only guy that worries me, RC, that worries me putting the ball on the floor and getting to the rim. I, I, we're thinking about breaking you down. What Notre Dame is strong at is because their ability to shoot the ball, they're going to drive closeouts. The problem is you got you got to set off that chain of events. That's the problem with that. Is like I think Texas Tech can stay in front of guys one on one, which is what scares me to death. Because if like they have a bunch of guys that you need, they're, they're a bunch of Matthew Myers. They have a bunch of guys that need to be able to catch it and one dribble or two dribbles. Like they're not a bunch of guys that can make something happen. Those are the guys that can beat Texas you, Tech. You know what? You know what the other guy that's going to have to have a great game? Paul Atkinson. That that could take away be hard to even get it in. Yeah, but throw, throw it in. That'll that'll relieve the pressure on the perimeter if you get him in down there. The, the one thing is with that no middle defense, like it just they're going to force you to drive baseline. You have to have people that are aware enough not to uh, to 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 over over uh, penetrate. Right, mm-hmm. you got to know that that charge they're they're getting to the charge spot. That's the entire philosophy of their defense is we're going to make you drive that way because we're going to already have a guy standing there ready to take the charge before you even put the ball in the floor. Yeah. But that's my point. They already got – it's almost like they're zoning it. Mm-hmm. And when you're spacing the floor, my point is Notre Dame's going to get shots. Yep. They're going to get shots. It's not like we're sitting here saying I, – I don't disagree with you guys. But I'm only saying that Notre Dame is going to get shots. They shoot it yep. at a high level. And it'll be interesting to see once they start knocking down that shots, what adjustments are going to be made. Because – they're a hard team to play against because, you know, we've talked about we've seen them all year long. They, mm-hmm. they just they put nearly four forty percent three point shooters on the floor at times, and guys that can drive you and play off that. And it's a different guy. Like today, I mean, Cormac Ryan today. How, how many threes he hit? I mean, he was yeah. Yeah. like eight or nine threes today. So let me let me ask you guys this: We have Texas Tech a three seed taking on Notre Dame an eleven seed mm-hmm. from the ACC. Mm-hmm. We have one seed Baylor. Taking on eight seed North Carolina, mm-hmm. another team from the ACC. Mm-hmm. All year long, we were talking about how the Big Twelve was this great powerhouse juggernaut. We were talking about how the ACC is terrible and it's overrated and it's five, not five and one. Five five, and they're, one. they're five and one. They're five and one. How, we're saying it, we're saying how they're not better than the the Mountain West, who right. is uh, zero and four. Can I get can they're, I get a stat check there, producer Greg? They're zero and four. Mountain West record in the NCAA tournament. Zero and four. Is that bad? Yes. Okay. Suboptimal. Suboptimal. <laughs> um, so, but, but what would that if we? I think RC likes the Notre Dame winning that. Well, at least giving. I, I like Texas it to be competitive. Then we yeah, always giving take Texas Tech a fight. I like it to be competitive. I, I think that that North Carolina has a real chance to beat Baylor. I do. Yeah. What does that say about the ACC? It says they're good. But we we called this. It was a little bit like the Pac-12 last year. I called this a couple months ago. Like. You're only going to get a, a finite amount of ACC teams in. They're going to get low seeds. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get some pretty favorable matchups, and they're going to end up winning, kind of like the Pac-12 last year. I think it's, it's interesting to watch moving forward. I, I think North Carolina has a legit shot to win because of how well they're playing here recently. And then I, I, Notre Dame, I like their team. I just feel like it's a bad matchup. Now, what RC said, they're going to get a lot of opposite corner threes, and that's not good. They're going to have to knock down a shot. Dane, Dane Goodwin today was non-existent. Dealt with some foul trouble early. Didn't really play all that much. Twenty-one minutes. So I, 
if if they knock down shots, it's going to be huge. Question for T.O. So if I, I'm with you on this being similar-ish to the Pac-12 last year, mm. but if this is the Pac-12 last year, who's UCLA? Probably, gosh, probably Carolina. Because it's it's easy to say no, it through no, one round, no. right? Who who was in the first four? Notre Dame. Who was in the first four? Mike Bray. Mike Bray. Luck of the Irish. You're Mike Bray. My, my, my Mike Bray. My close family friend, Mike Bray. <laughs> and you're only related because you both like Irish whiskey? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna have that, to, that's enough. That's he, enough. He's, for, he's got uh, a lot of cousins that I can hear in I'm going to have to – I might have to go shirtless if he uh, – if he makes it to the Final Four. Nobody wants that. I'll go. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants that. By the way, by the way, um, uh, just so everybody knows, I want to make sure the chat is very well aware of this. Uh, Terrence Oglesby, this gentleman right here, is going to have to wear a hot dog suit in New Orleans <laughs> for, for, one one show. Sh- for one show. For one show. i got to find the same, hot dog Same suit. with John Fanta. Uh, if We're going to share a hot if dog John, suit. If John, yeah, if you're sharing a hot dog suit, you probably want to wear it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, so let's let, I, I, let me ask you guys this: Texas won today. Mm-hmm. They beat Virginia Tech. I think all of us had Virginia Tech winning that game. We made impressive. Iowa State, really impressive win. Tyrese Hunter, unbelievable star was born tonight with Tyrese Hunter. Uh, He's they been knocked born. off LSU. He's been born. TCU, TCU won. I'm not allowed to say who TCU beat. Because I, I do not want my producer we'll, to quit. We'll, we'll get to that. I, I have. A, I, there's a quote. That I need to talk about a dominant performance. Who is we got about a minute left before we have to break? Who are you most impressed by, RC? I I would say TCU. I I didn't see that. I mean, considering that we were all advised to go with, you know, someone advised us to kind of certain direction. You know, put our money where our mouth was to go a certain direction. It just didn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going there, Greg? Sometimes you have a cold shooting day, right, RC? You ever had a clunker? Hey, you, oh, yes, you ever yes. had a clunker? <laughs> yes, T.O., you ever had a clunker? Today you haven't had many. Rob, uh, God knows Rob Doster's <laughs> had a few clunkers. Okay. Are you going to wake up tomorrow and keep shooting? Yes. Then here we are, boys. <laughs> you never run out of basketballs. You run out of dollars. <laughs> That's the only thing I worry about. Right, Those so, pockets must be so, deep, son. So you like you thought TCU was the most impressive. Who was the most impressive out of that trio for you? I thought not, not TCU. I think the most disappointing was Seton Hall. I'm just gonna. God. I'm gonna pile on real quick. They were disappointing. That wasn't, that wasn't the question. I'm flipping it. I'm flipping wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot so just... all the other teams in the question. I forgot all the other teams in the question. That's a lot to do with it. What other teams were in the question? We got to go to break. Hurry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. It's late as shit. <laughs> All right. Te- te- Texas, Iowa State, or TCU? I think I think Texas was really impressive. Marcus Carr, 15-9, baby. He, he did it. He did it. They've kind of figured it out. Chris Beard, why do we doubt him? Why do we doubt him? He's irritated. He's calling out his team, Texas. I will say this, guys. Marcus Carr, if he plays like he did tonight against Purdue, they got a shot. They got a shot. They got a shot. I don't know if they will. I don't like the hard. matchup as much because they don't, their, their bigs aren't going to be able to space as well. But the one thing that Purdue can't do is guard the backcourt. Uh, but I will say this. I mean, look, we got about 30 seconds here. Iowa State. The longest minute and a half of my life. <laughs> Tyrese, I, I, I'm, I, I, pulled a, I pulled a pulled a veto card on, uh, on Kono. Shout out to Kono. He's a producer over at Sirius. Um, <laughs> Iowa State, Tyrese Hunter, he had 23 tonight. He had seven threes. Gosh, he's good. Uh, they knocked really off LSU. 
Uh, they were up big. It looked like they were about to blow that lead, but um, I, I was I was really impressed with Iowa State. The interesting thing about him was he was committed to the previous administration and stuck with it at mm-hmm. Iowa State. And, and he's a kid from Minnesota. He's a five-star point guard. I mean, this wasn't some unknown guy that was going to, uh, what is it, Ames? It's a hell of a turnaround. It was Ames, Iowa, correct? Yeah, going to Ames, Iowa. I mean, that guy can really play. He They've relied on him all year. This is not something that just comes out of anywhere. Like, it, Tyrese Hunter can go. Now, I hope he stays around for another year. I think he's a top five point guard in the country next year. I agree. I agree. I hope he stays there. It'll be, they'll be a, a really dangerous team next season. But, listen, we have to pause here. Uh, we're going to pay the bills really quick when we come back. The ACC, we have two ACC experts over here. Virginia Tech lost. Miami won. Duke won in a blowout. Notre Dame Sweet 16. We're going to talk all about the conference uh, that these two guys played in. I don't know where I was going with that one. R.J. Cole is Lindale White with sideburns. Well done, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, did you see the quote that he said? We're going to get to that. Okay. We're going to get to that. We'll get to the afters. Let me get my little. In the afters? Okay. Let me get my rant in, yeah? Kevin, Kevin Willard just said this. No, don't say it. Oh, no, 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 no. Just look at it. Yeah. All right. Um, Doster, can I just say that the way you say we have to pay the bills is an elite way to lead into an ad read. I will Good say job. this. I will, I'm going to critique you wow. for a moment. I'm going to critique you for a moment. You do say it every time. I know. I do. I don't know <laughs> what to say. I get stuck. I'm like, What's oh that? shit. I'm, oh shit. We got to go. We got to go to. We got to go to break. But I don't want to say. I don't want to say go to break because Doc, Doug Gottlieb. Doug was Gottlieb. Like, you can't head. say. You can't say go to break because then people are going to leave and they're not going to come back. So you got to keep them around. So I say we got to pay the bills. What else can I do? I don't know what else to do. Have, By have, the way, we have you know what minute. else is elite? So go ahead, you go know ahead. what else is elite? Greg Waddell in the chat just said, R.J. Cole is nothing but Lendale White with sideburns. Like, are we talking about the running back? Yeah, we are. It makes sense if you think about it. It's well done. No. I mean, think, think, about, think about it. Greg comes up with some stuff, man. I just Think never about it, you uncultured it. swine. Come on. <laughs> Here, I have a question. I have a question before we go to break. Uh, what is Teddy Bucket's stat line tomorrow? Uh... Who are they playing again? Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, thirty seconds. So he's gonna have. He's probably good luck trying to read all this 40, out. In thirty seconds. Forty-three on uh, on nine for thirty-one shooting. Yeah. He's gonna hit seventeen step back threes, and he's gonna drag his nuts all over. Uh, all over those gravel. And all those. Gra- we go all back, over those gravel roads in Arkansas. Is before what we go back, say. Joseph, we will have R.J. Cole is Lendell White with sideburns on a T-shirt. We're back. It is the Field of 68 After Dark. We are live on Sirius XM Channel 84. That is the ESPNU station. We're live over on YouTube. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Jump in the chat. Ask us questions. We'll, uh, we'll address them during breaks. Hopefully, Greg Waddell does not get reckless over in the chat anymore. Uh, we got to talk about the ACC, gentlemen. My yeah. name is Rob Doster. I have Randolph Childress with me. I have Terrence Oglesby with me. They are both ACC legends in their own mind, at the very least. Uh, ACC. Now he's a legitimate ACC legend. Yeah, he, I'm in my own mind. Yeah, like you are. You are. You had you had one moment, got one nickname, and all of a sudden you. Uh, I had a few. I had, I had, I had a few more than like I had a few more than one moment. Yeah, I thought so. Thank you, Randolph. That's, all right, that's very was, su- that's very sweet of you. <laughs> so there's there's five ACC teams that that made it into the tournament. Four of them are left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Miami, we have Notre Dame, we have North Carolina, and we have Duke. Who are you the most impressed by RC? I'm going to you first. Uh, I, I'm most impressed with Notre Dame. Uh, again, I mean, what they had to go through from playing in the first full in traveling west, and and we saw what happened in Indiana when they did that uh, was impressive. They played point. against an Indiana player. I mean, that's the most. That's why I say it's the most impro- impressive performance because 
you know, you, anyone who's ever played in that, that first four in and then you play and you got to get up wee hours in the morning and fly out west again to, it's a to mess. play against a, 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 an inconsistent but talented Alabama team. And, and today they were, they were dominant against them. So I, I, was, I was really impressed with, with, with Mike Bray's team. I thought Miami looked good uh, today. Isaiah Wong scored the first 12 points for them. Whenever, If you have a guy that can get some offense when the rest of your guys are struggling, it's such an advantage in this mm-hmm. tournament. I mean, that, how many scoring droughts have we seen throughout the last two days? Like, teams can't score. And if you have a guy that can help you kind of inch along, be your crutch for a minute, like, it's going to help you out tremendously. Isaiah Wong was that today. Cam Augusti, I mean, it, it took him a minute to get going. I'm not even really sure if he ended up with that great of numbers. But, I mean, like, Miami's good. I'm telling you, they're gonna Auburn's gonna have all they can handle tomorrow. Well, let me the let Miami me ask you team. this. Let me ask you this. You you basically penciled Miami in for a national championship. I penciled them in the Elite Eight. You, you basically penciled them in for a national championship. At the end of that game, they, I'd say they more blew, of a sharpie than a pencil. Yeah, yeah, it was a sharpie. <laughs> yeah. They they blew a double digit lead, right? Yeah. They were up by as I think they were up by thirteen or fourteen points in the mm-hmm. second half. USC came back. They took the lead. Were you nervous? How much were you sweating? I mean, a little bit, but I, I, I don't gamble on the game, so I don't sweat as hard as other people in this room. You're just worried about your predictions. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then I'll start getting hated on in Mandarin, which had never happened to me <laughs> prior to this morning. So, no, it's it, that Miami team's good, though. I mean, even Cam Augustus, 5 of 18 from the field, like they still find a way to win. And I'm not sure. The guy that posed a lot of problems for Miami today was Drew Peterson, and he did a lot of his work with his back to the basket. Who for Auburn's going to do that? against the guards i'm not sure there is one so that team uh that miami team as well as uh, north carolina has just been really really impressive over the last three or four weeks i know we tend to overvalue that duke win at cameron but at the same time you still got to do it and for them to show up and blow out marquette in the manner in which they did and with the intensity in which they did they played against a tough like marquette's tough-minded and of course we're going to go back and greg's going to say something smart about shaka smart and everybody's going to be like well he hasn't won a game in the tournament forever but still his style of play with his team that's the kind of style of team that north carolina struggled with right so to see them move past that get a couple of tough uh, hard-fought wins and blow out the competition i think says a lot about this team moving forward i think they have a legit shot my biggest concern with Miami is they didn't do it well today, and I don't think they do it well as a team, is that shoot deep, shoot it from deep. I don't think they're a good three-point shooter. They were team. one for 14. Goodness yeah, me. Yeah, I, I think they're Charlie Moore, and you got to cross your fingers and hope, you know, McGusty or, or Wong. And that's not Wong's game. They're, they're mid-range, attack-the-rim guys. Charlie Moore is the guy you need bombing away from three. And, and if he's not getting it going, then they're going to struggle. And, and the more you can sh- restrict it and get in the paint, against a bigger Auburn team, I think it favors Auburn in that matchup. uh, Let me ask you guys this. We have Walker Kessler at the five there. Mm -hmm. Best run protector in college basketball. We've already covered how Miami is. What they basically want to do is get you into ISOs, get you into ball screens, find a way to let their dudes go make plays. That's kind of the way that they play. When you have a rim protector at the rim and you know you're going to have your Katie Johnsons and your Devin Cambridges and your Jalen Williams being able to climb up in – these guards from Miami, is that a good thing for someone that wants to shoot off the dribble? Is that a bad thing? Like, how does that how does that match up? I, I think Isaiah Wong's the exact wrong guy for somebody like Katie Johnson to guard. Because Isaiah Wong is perpetually calm. Like, he never seems to get rattled. He it's can't go left for his life. Like, it's amazing to me. He's still able to get to his right hand and pull up. But, like, the, the key to this game is going to be 
is Wardenburg going to pull the trigger? He's almost he's a forty three percent three point shooter. He won't shoot it. If he shoots it, he's got to pull the trigger he this game. Shoot. He absolutely has to shoot it this game, though. In order for them to have success and bring Walker Kessler away from the rim, like you have to shoot it. I, if he starts making shots and he attempts to knock down two to three, it changes everything with this team. But right now, I, I was sitting there watching the game today. I'm begging, like, just take it. You know, mm-hmm. just take a couple shots. And he's really, really passed. I mean, he's a really good passer. But I think he needs to be a little bit selfish and a little bit aggressive to shoot the ball if this team is going to go for it. He's a better shooter. If Outside of Charlie Moore, he's probably the second-best shooter on the roster. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other guys, it, it would just remove that big from the paint and give, you know, McGusty and give Wong. And even Charlie Moore getting in there finding guys, it'll clear the paint up. But if he's not, if he's going to continue to pass, only take one or two a, a game, I wouldn't guard him. Yep. All right, so the, the first half of today's games uh, was not the most entertaining. We no. had a whole bunch of blowouts. Um, Duke blew out. Uh, Duke blew out. I don't even remember who. Purdue blew out. Yale. Arizona blew out. I don't even remember who. The game went over. Sorry, Producer Dagan. Auburn blew out somebody. I can't even remember who they played. But the game we did not talk about, Ohio State won 54-41 to over a loyalty team that was really good, Dude, right? The, what Ohio State did defensively was really, really impressive. Well, we had someone jump in the chat and, and say this. Smith Lightheart. I hope I got that right. Hey, can we hear some apologies for the ice-cold Ohio State takes from the field of 68 guys, please? And you know what? Absolutely You're not. One of, no, no. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I want to give not. somebody props for a second. RC did pick Ohio State. Yeah, well, He's he the got only lucky, one. too. That guy right there, he got lucky, too. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Freaking Loyola Chicago went, what, 4 of 18 from layup land. Listen. You got to hit layups. At least at 50. You go 50% from layup land, it's at least now, something. Now, now tell me what they shot from free throw. Let Tangy finish his comment, please. 30% from the line. 30% from the line and 4 of 18 for the free throw I believe, line. This was a fluke, sir. I believe they're the only team to shoot under 30% from the free throw line, three-point range, and the floor in an NCAA tournament game. In history. In history. Since it started. Well, yeah, sure. Why you, Since the whole thing you began. You understand what I'm trying Since to say. Since 1901. He's ridiculous. That was a collapse. And it, it's a good Loyola Chicago team. They hit layups. They win. Point blank, period. What you got, Greg? Well, listen, Lucas Williamson is a great player. He's had a fantastic career. He's got a super bright future in filmmaking. He had a very <laughs> rough day today. And that's sad. And we we've got folks we've got we've got people. Okay. <laughs> what is happening? Like, it's just Tio, just, just stop. Leave it alone. Leave it just alone. leave it alone. Just leave it alone. What's happening? <laughs> Where do we get? What, what happened here? What do we got? I mean, when you got to cash a ticket, you got to cash it. Fair enough. I'm upset at him for interrupting, but at the same time, you got to. Hey, look, Loyola. None of us have been saying over there today. I forgot what that feels like. Hey, back to the subject at hand. Like, Loyola Chicago had the worst game of the year. That's a good team. And I'm not sure it was so much Ohio State won it. It was more Loyola Chicago lost it because they just could not hit layups. I don't think Ohio State played great. I mean, they were 1 of 15 from 3. Yeah. I mean, Loyola looked like we, we know they've been there, but they looked like they weren't ready to play today. I that's mean, right. They just looked like they, they had never been there. And we know that's not the case. It was a bad game. Like, they – that was 18 at the half. Mm-hmm. So, Ohio State draws uh, Villanova in the next round. Are you are you worried about that matchup if you're Villanova? Are you feeling pretty good about that matchup if you're Villanova? Where do you stand? 
I feel great about it. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I feel great about it just because they're so solid, and, and there's been parts of the season where Ohio State's been a little bit inconsistent. I don't. It's two teams where now I'm going to say this. I th- actually think that Ohio State might have the better overall players. Like if you look at, you know, Malachi Branham, and you look at EJ Liddell, you probably have two of the best players on the floor. Now Colin Gillespie, Justin Moore, it's two on two basically, but. Uh, EJ Liddell is where I think Villanova could run into some problems defensively, but I I like Villanova just because it just seems like they never make mistakes. They don't beat themselves. That's right. They just don't beat themselves. Ohio right. State's going to have to play better. All right. Before uh, before we head to our uh, our next break, Greg, I need you to pick a number between one and six hundred and twenty-seven. We're going to give away another Top Golf gift card. 37. 37. Which That's a means good number. That, uh, it's going to be me. Bentley. Gentleman named Bentley that is in our that's, Bracket that's, Fanatics. That's definitely. That's got to be Dave That's Bentley. definitely Bentley. Like the Bentley. He's 37. You can confirm it right there. You can thank Teddy Allen 37. For that. There you go. Sorry, you that, can confirm it right that, there. Brother Bentley, ready <laughs> Bentley. to go. A ben, Bentley, uh, Bentley got himself a. Uh, a, a $50 Top Golf gift card. Coming up the next segment, when we come back, we are going to be giving away the two tickets uh, to the Sweet 16 game in Philadelphia. Wells Fargo. Let's do it. All you can eat, all you can drink in the suite. Please don't be a drunk if you win them. All right, we got any questions in the chat? Chat, I will tell you guys this. If you if we can get up to 200 likes on this video before we get back from break, then I will be giving uh, I will give it to so I will let Greg choose someone from the chat to get those two tickets. That's what I'll do. What's going on over there, boys? What are you guys laughing over there? Watching the video. You reacted to the He's been holding that in since that guy came and knocked on the glass, hasn't he? Watching, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I figured. I'm sorry, Rob. That was unprofessional. Uh, here's a question no, from, just, from like, Steve. What, what is he doing? I don't know. I, okay, I, I think the, the on-air thing right there? No. Listen, he's just trying to uh, – Carter's right. He's just I trying to cash his ticket. Hey, yeah, he's yeah, hey, hey Greg, the assumption we work here. I just saw, I just saw this uh, 200 likes. Fanta goes through a table in Buffalo. I'd pay money to watch that happen. You don't need two hundred likes for that. But he would do it. He would do it for free. He would do it for zero. Two likes. You need. You need a mere suggestion. And Fanta would do it. All, you, oh, need, all you need is Fanta's cell phone number, and you'll be able to get him to do it. Now, I want to know how many likes we need to get Carter to go through that table. Mm. Right we can't now. be breaking this table. This isn't our table. Yeah, it's, want, it's you know, true. They're hosting us. We can't be. Yeah, fair enough. We got any questions? want to come back. I don't know. He just keeps talking. <laughs> I don't keep talking. I do probably keep talking. Um, what do you want me to do? Let's see here. Purdue, Texas. Keys for each. For t- to win. Oh, we only got 15 seconds. Just Marcus Carr. <laughs> Marcus Carr's got to be awesome for Texas, and Purdue's got to take advantage of the fact they got all that size inside. Yes. Boom. Carson, you don't get to answer because you only I, got five I, seconds. I concur. He nodded. No, I agree. Fair enough. We're back. It is the field of 68 after dark. We are live right now on Sirius XM Channel 84. That is your ESPNU station. We are streaming over on YouTube. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Jump in the chat. Ask us questions. We are going to be answering them when we come back for the afters coming up next. 
Uh, guys, we are through the first round of the NCAA tournament. We need to turn this thing. Since we don't have a pregame show tomorrow, we've got to turn this thing and look forward. So uh, what is the one game tomorrow that you are looking forward to the most? I got to get through. I got to find my bracket real quick. I'm, I'm going to say Memphis and the Zags. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the obvious answer. Yeah, got to be. Uh, RC taking the layup. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Might as well. Yeah, I mean, it's. Why? Tell the people why. Well, I, I think it's, again, I think it's one, it's for an early round game. It's, Memphis has the athletes and the size to give Gonzaga trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, they're, they're, they may struggle to score. I don't think they can score with Gonzaga, and that's going to be a problem. But if they can somehow get someone offensively to play well and play maybe out of their mind, you know, we could, we could be talking an upset. Because they have the bodies, the size, the athleticism to bother. And, and, and again, where's the scoring coming from? We don't know. I, I like the Jalen Duran. I think I like the four or five matchups for both teams. Right. With Williams matching up against Chet Holmgren and getting up and being physical with him, getting up under his body, not letting him move. That that's how you would match up. You would put DeAndre on Chet and Jalen on Drew Timmy. Absolutely. That I mean, that's how I would do it because Drew Timmy has got to be within sixteen feet with right. that with that right. it, it, unorthodox jumper. I'm not going to call it pretty or ugly. It's a, it's a, it's a different looking jump shot, but I think. That's the kind of guy that Drew Timmy's had problems with. Even if you look back last year, Mark Vidal. This year, uh, Mark Williams apparently has something to do with a guy named Mark. But those guys <laughs> could defend him because they were physically overwhelming. Memphis has that guy in Jayla Duran. Williams, he's so strong and he's an older guy, he could get up underneath Chet Holmgren. They could give some problems. Where the difference is going to lie is in point guard play. I think Nimbar for Gonzaga, the point guard play, Button. Uh, he's going to be a difference maker. Alex Lomax coming off a sprained ankle. He's been doing some good things lately. He's well. He's been playing well, but he had a sprained ankle in that first game. So I, that could hamper him a little bit. He's taking a lot of flack by Memphis fans. All right, let me let me ask a you lot. guys. Let me ask you guys this: You are Penny Hardaway. You're putting together a game plan to find a way to beat Gonzaga. What is the one thing that you have to do? The first thing that you're doing when you give that scouting report and that game plan to your team? What's that number one thing? I think it's pressure. I think you got to control the pace. They got to they got to muck the game up. They can't let the, you know the Zags go up and down and have this 80 90 point game. This game has to be for for Memphis has to be in the 60s. But the the big thing is is like like RC said, I, I would say keep the game in the 60s if possible. That's going to be really difficult. It's really hard. But the big thing too is is keep the ball on one side of the floor. Don't let ball reversal happens because Gonzaga loves to play and, and get in there, pitch out, find different guys, and then reattack. Uh, what I would say is Chet Holmgren likes to get it off the rim and go. If I were Memphis, I'd pick him up really early, just because if nothing else, uh, just jam the ball. Because if nothing else, it's going to slow them down and try to make them play in the half court. That's where Memphis is really good defensively. If you're able to slow down and play that pace, jam the basketball, that would be key number one. Key number two would be try to get Drew Timmy out in space and then try to make something happen. Or attack Chet Holmgren's body. It'd be one of the two things. He's the hard one defensively that's going to make it difficult to score. Memphis is going to have to hit some shots from the perimeter. How do you, how do you balance this? Let me ask you this. So much of what... Uh, Memphis wants to do offensively comes in creating those extra possessions and extra shots, mm-hmm. forcing turnovers, getting to the offensive glass. How do you balance not allowing someone to get out and transition and run with being able to get to the offensive glass and create second shot opportunities? Well, well the good part about jamming the basketball, like I said, if Chet Holmgren gets it, the guy's got to be there anywhere for their offensive rebound. So if you crash, you're putting Chet in a box out situation, you're there anyway. So you can at least hold him off and hold him there. 
right. is hard to do. It is hard to do, so but at least he's going to be in the general vicinity. I would at- I would attack wholeheartedly the offensive class because you've got a physical advantage. No, I, I agree. But if you don't get it in the way that Gonzaga wants to play, you, like you said, you got to make a decision. Either go to the glass or set my D. And, and you start kind of get caught in no man's land. Or if you go, you better get it because if you don't, they're gone. Yep. All right. Give me a give me a bold prediction for tomorrow, guys, and we'll get into some of our stars of the day. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow's what Saturday. I think North Carolina beats Baylor. Okay. I'm going North Carolina beats Baylor, and I think North Carolina can get all the way to the Elite Eight. Actually, now that the the, the bracket's shaking up the way it's wet, they could very well play their way all the way to New Orleans, which would hurt uh, the two of us. <laughs> RC, what do you got? Cooley's getting in the Sweet 16. But he's Ooh, got I t- like that. I, th- I think Providence gets it done. Are tomorrow. you saying that uh, that is a bold prediction because Providence is uh, is, is a lesser team than the Richmond Spiders? No, because it's just Providence something that we deserve. It's to bold. Be a, it's bold in lowercase. Yeah, it's smaller. <laughs> yeah, it's not you know only because you know we don't have to go back and talk about the Hawkeyes. Like you know they're supposed to meet the Hawkeyes, but anyway, no, I I think that's well deserving. But you know I I don't know if there's the bigger matchups, those are the two big games, I think, is the, the North Carolina and Baylor and, and, and Memphis and Zags, where you could see the number one seeds get upset. Yeah, you want my bold prediction? St. Peter's, second weekend. Oh, wow. No. St. Peter's, second oh, no. weekend. Do yourself a favor and just write wait, wait, your own no, checks. No, I like it. Wait, wait, Rob, wait. I like it. No. I, I don't mind it, but I have one simple question for you. No. Can you name two players on St. Peter's? Shaheen Holloway. <laughs> Fair enough. That's all you need to know. That's all you know. That's all you need. The homie Eddard. Listen, the homie he, Eddard. He's the re- he's the reason he's the reason Dagan got a new name, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to get a new name. I don't remember that. Oh, remember that okay. Yeah, but how about Murray State getting all the way to the second weekend? Just luck of the draw. We talked about this year is nah. going to be as crucial for matchups nah, as matchups. any year in recent history. Matchups. Like because can I, of, can I prove these guys wrong now? Do it. Yes, you can. Daryl Banks the third. Averaging 11.5 points. Turn that, compu- turn that computer screen around. Turn that computer screen around. <laughs> so so readily Turn obvious. the computer screen around. What even sneaky. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about our stars of the night. So give me your who – was, who was the best uh, performance of the night for you guys? Player, team, coach, best performance of the day. It was just such a bland day, really. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that it was the much biggest of thing. A, it, was, it was just kind of a bland Seton Hall? day. Yeah, Seton Hall. That was a disappointment. Michigan. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. You, you know who did look good? Michigan State got it done. Michigan State got it done. Joey Hauser went berserk. He went berserk. What do you end up with? Twenty-eight guys. I'm gonna let you shine right now. He ended up with twenty. We need the camera switched. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph Carter. It's your moment. Joseph Go ahead, Carter. Hauser, a true Spartan dog. Say his name. <laughs> had himself a game and a half. When we needed it most, we love you. We love Wisconsin Stevens Point. You are always welcome in East Lansing, my friend. My gratitude. Thank you. <laughs> so, Notre you Dame. Ahead. Yeah, I was going to go uh, Cormac uh, Ryan. Cormac yeah, Ryan was, was unbelievable today. I mean, he was, he was outstanding today, and you got to give him his, you know, they didn't shoot it great as a team, but he shot it so great that it was enough to help carry them. I think they were 10 or 16 from behind the line. He had eight of them. Yes, he was 7 and, or 9. And, and so – you know, and I was again eleven seed beating the six seed. Uh, we didn't have a lot of upsets today, but yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Tyrese Hunter was mine. Oh, was great, twenty-three bro. points. He was he great. Hit seven threes. He hit two That's huge three. ones down the stretch. He was great. Huge. They were they were like thirty footers yeah. too. That was like 
these two, these two were like, yeah, that's that's my range. Yeah, yeah. I shoot from out there. Um, Who was your uh, your biggest disappointment today? Oh, Seton Hall. Seton Hall. What are we talking about? It's 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 Seton Hall. It looks if if the rumors are true, Willa looked like he was his bags were packed and he was on his way down I ninety five. You saying his condos were for sale? Yeah, I I think it, it looked like they came to the game packed. Like the players were irritated about the rumor and. It looked like he came to the game with his suitcase. He went. They're going house shopping tomorrow. That's what it looked like. To it's me. a. T- it's a team. Well, I mean, this was a team. Not just disappointing for tonight, but just if I'm a Seton Hall fan, sorry, Dagan. It it, it. it was a season filled with so much promise, like in January, in early January. It was a season that was just loaded to the brim. Like Bryce Aiken was playing great. They had. They were playing great defensively. Iko Biagu was just kind of the guy that saved everything around the rim, very similar to Ryan Kalkbrenner and how he ended up being for Creighton before he got hurt. Like, this Seton Hall team looked the part. I picked that. I thought they were going to win the Big East early in you the season. You all did. Everybody said it. At one Everybody point. thought so because they just had the right pieces, and the pieces just fell apart. It, it, what a tremendously – even – look, Seton Hall made the tournament. Like, we get it. They, they made the tournament. They, they were still able to grit out some wins towards the end of the season. They played well at the end. But this was a Seton Hall team that many, including myself, was for surely a second weekend team because of all the tools that they had. Alabama. See, I, I was going to go with my biggest disappointment was that we had to watch Jelly Fam JQ get hurt and not be able to finish that game because yeah. I thought everything he's yeah. been through, I wanted him to have a chance to play in a tournament like this, in a setting right. like this, with mm-hmm. fans actually in the stands and. Um, it's not. It's not. Any, I'm not trying to say it's his fault that he got hurt, people. But I'm just saying, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was disappointing that he did not. Get You're that disappointed for him. I'm not disappointed, disappointed for him. in him. Right. That's a big difference. Yeah, I'm disappointed um, that, that semantics. That, is, that that's the way semantics that it, uh, <laughs> it kind of played out. All right. So, um, so we got about two minutes for uh, before we got our heart out at the end of the show. I want to know who was the team that impressed you the most of the favorites. We talked about how. Arizona, Villanova, Auburn, all of these top seeds blew people out. Who who impressed you the most? Where you're like, oh, wow, you know what? Let me rethink that. You got about 30 seconds each. Go ahead. For me, it was Houston. I, I, I was I was really impressed. We, I knew they was going to be tough. I knew they was going to defend. But I, 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 I thought that game would be a lot closer today. I thought they jumped all over UAB and didn't give them a chance. I mean, that was – that wasn't a game from the start. I mean, I know, it, it, you know, it, it was to see them shoot the ball the way they've done. And, again, I've been so impressed with It was with a game if you had UAB plus nine. And then you had to sweat it out. We came close. We almost got the yeah, back door. Yeah, we did. We, we almost did. backdoored we our way did. into a W we there. Did. We did. We, we tried. But as far as the game, it wasn't close. I thought I thought UAB, I thought Houston was just really, really good. And, and I was impressed with them. I mean, I, 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 I've been always been impressed with them because, again, I don't know any team that'll be where they are if they had lost the two best players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Tech defensively put on a freaking master class. Beat them by 35 points. It was ridiculous. So freaking good. In that rock fight. In a rock yeah, fight. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolute. Fight. I understood the boulder rock fight. fight. It was a rock fight. It was a boulder fight. They threw the entire yeah, they, mountain I mean, they, at them. One team threw bigger rocks. <laughs> it was a rock fight, and then the ball got tipped, I, I, and, it cha- and it all changed. I've never there. seen these guys have better memory than when it comes to stuff we say. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when well, we're listen, at a, when we're listen, at a casino, listen, we, will listen to you. we will continue this. We will continue this in the afters. Uh, our show on SiriusXM is coming to an end. We had a blast here at the Rivers uh, Sportsbook at the casino in Philadelphia. Um, it's been it's been so much fun. We've through two days of the tournament. We have the Sweet 16 coming up tomorrow. Cash three man weave uh, with their preview show at twelve fifteen Eastern time.
Eleven fifteen. Thanks, Kono. Thanks, yeah, Kono. My bad. 11-15. 11-15. 15 is the actual tip-off uh, itself. All right. What do we got? We got anything in the chat? We got any questions? What do we need? Um, well, we got to do the quote at some point, too. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's start. You want to get that over with? Right you want to get that over with? All right. So, let me get my moment on camera here because this is, this is my moment. Yeah. All right. So, apparently today in the Just don't stutter whenever press you read the, the quote. Only, the don't stutter is, when you read the, the quote like that kid in third grade. Right now we got a zoomed close-up of Carter's face. Well, it's kind of moved. You know, it is what it is. Um, so anyway, so there was a quote today <laughs> in the post-game. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. So post-game press conference, Coach Willard, quote, when I get home tomorrow, I will discuss things with my agent. I'll be honest. If I'm not here next year, if Shaheen Holloway is here, that would be the happiest thing that ever happened to me. Don't know what that sounds like to you guys, but to me, that sounds like uh, oh, we all know. Where, it sounds not, like it there's sounds a direct like flight done. from San Diego to Baltimore, and Kevin Willard may or may not be on it. And if I'm being honest, I'm not too disappointed that he's it on it. It doesn't seem like a lot of Seton Hall graduates are. Like, like I, I'm not saying I that think the guy. There's a lot of excitement behind. Shaheen I'm not Holloway saying that coming. like he should be fired. You know that kind of thing. But I wouldn't be upset to. see see it kind of go somewhere different because I, t- I mentioned this to you today T.O. Mm-hmm. Kevin Willard won NCAA tournament win Shaheen Holloway won NCAA tournament win in one year at St. Peter's at St. Peter's against yeah. Kentucky Michael- Seton, Hall, Seton Hall be what NC State no offense to so, NC so is St. Peter's Seton Hall's G League team basically yeah so so the, there's like a pipeline up there yeah. it's all you know I, Iona to Seton Hall to St. Peter's back to Iona back mm-hmm. to Seton Hall it's like that's just how it goes <laughs> up there no, it's but. a now. If if that's the case, congratulations to Willard because that paycheck's about to bump. But it just, just just to me, it sounds like that. Is, it sounds like it's, it's a done deal, like and it was it, it sounds predetermined like it's before been today. In yeah. the making, like it, it sounds like it's it's been done because it's not. You can't tell me that the way Seton Hall finished the season that it was just you know always called the flavor of the month. Like he was coming down, they were so hot that he was your guy. I mean, it just sounds like something that. And, and, and I will else? say this. I will you say this. Else? That's there's, there's, very unfair to Shaheen Holloway, I think, as well. To say that, because now if, obviously, again, I'm not going to say if it's true or not. I, I don't know. He what, prob- but he's but probably thinking saying, he's doing him a favor. He's probably at the same time, he's throwing him St. Peter's is still in the saying. tournament. You don't want yeah, all those players thinking that he's just leaving. At the end, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, when we leaving. lose, I'm gone. You know, like, I don't I don't know. That's how I feel about this. Because he's leaving. Another but gr- maybe he's thinking I'm throwing him a bone by saying, he should get the job if I'm – when, yeah, I, I when I fly into uh, Reagan, Reagan National. Also, I, I went to I, I graduated from Seton Hall. Yeah, I was you're probably flying into BWI. BWI. You're to, yeah, if you're yeah. going to there was Maryland, when Shaheen Holloway BWI. left Seton Hall. I forget what year that was, but it was when I was there, and I remember even then people were saying like it was a done deal for him to get this job when Willard was done. So um, it's kind yeah. of we've seen it for for years. Yeah, and and look, I, the the other thing is, have you? Heard any like big rumors from I the Maryland heard. job in the last couple of weeks? Like that, that's kind of gone no. a little bit quiet, right? Right. Sometimes when you don't hear anything, it tells you a lot. It speaks yeah. a lot. You know, it sounds like know. the way this 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 was just done and it just announcing it. Yeah, I yeah. have zero news. And on, like, zero honestly, news. like if, this if, it is all out, being, if it plays out where skeptical. Willard goes to goes to Maryland and Shaheen Holloway gets the Seton Hall job, I think that's a great thing for everybody except for you know St. Peter's. Yeah, that sucks. For them, they lose that coach. I mean, but. listen. I'm like I said. I'm not disappointed. I'll take it. I'll tell you this: if he if they if he wins if he beats Murray State, 
uh, if he, tomorrow. If he beats Murray State tomorrow, gets to the Sweet 16, when they fire John Calipari, he might just end up getting that job instead. Maybe, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Let's, um, let's get back to the, yeah. Yeah. So we got to give that out was these my, tickets. That was my rant. And we I'm have done. to give out these tickets. Uh, Greg, I'm putting this on you. Good, good luck, Greg. Did you select someone from the chat? Oh, I'm picking a name? I thought I was picking another. Just, just scroll up and just yeah. <laughs> stop scroll on up. that name. Scroll up. Can you put the camera on him while you do this? Put oh, the camera yeah. on to, to legitimize it. Can somebody make like sound effects while it is? Carter, go ahead and make sound effects for him. <laughs> Teddy boy. Teddy boy. Congratulations, Teddy boy. Teddy boy. Email at thefieldof68 at gmail.com or jump in one of our... Uh, one of our Twitter DMs. Did you explain what that what that giveaway was right there? I, yeah, know, I, I must the, have missed that. For the the two tickets to the uh, that's an important one. Yeah, everybody. two tickets two tickets to the Sweet Sixteen games. You get sweets. Oh, All you can it, eat. Rob, it's mm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Why do you even say it? Like, yeah, be a little more excited about it. I, 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 Come I, on, it up. get fired up. I know it's late. I know we've been here for two oh, days. Yeah, right? UConn lost. You Trust me, I'm in the same boat as you. He doesn't feel good about them. How much you want to bet Teddy Boys Teddy buckets? It could be. That'd be awesome. Actually, he's gonna be there anyway. Yeah, so he'll be there yeah, anyway. I was say, is, is he? Is that? Is he in the East Region? No, he's not. He's in the West. That would have been pretty funny. Teddy Boy, Teddy Buck. Because I don't like anybody named Teddy. I'm sorry, Teddy Boy. Maybe we might have to. We might have to rethink. You this can't get you, you. True. Can't, wait, wait. We, have, we do have a question. We do have a question in the chat. What? What if Teddy left? So we're gonna need Teddy to to put in the chat to make sure that he's still here, so he heard what we just said. That's fair. Yeah. So Teddy, yourself, Teddy, Teddy, make sure you say something that you're still here. All right. oh, here, I got it, Greg. I'm, I'm going up and down on my chat right now. You're just going to point. But we can't do it again. We can't do it again. Yeah. Can't do it Teddy, again. Teddy's not showing well, they, we'll, we'll, give to, we'll, give, we'll give him for a while. We'll, yeah, we'll give him a little Teddy bit. Boy. Teddy Boy will be here. All right, let's go to questions, yeah? Yeah, let's go yeah, to let's, questions. We're just, we're just, this is, you can tell we've been here a little too long. Yeah, this conversation. Teddy you, gone. you should uh, let me let me give anyone that's in the oh, chat the real, right now. Give, I'm going to give you guys a very very important piece of advice. Something you should live your life by. Do not spend 32 hours in a casino <laughs> over the course of two days. I've been outside of this casino for six hours since 8 a.m. on Thursday morning. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a lot. I love casinos. I love sports books. I love gambling. I think it's just the. the the re reprocessed air. I don't know what it is. It's something. <laughs> it's, that, it's that oxygen they keep pumping in here to keep you alive. Yeah. Like it, it, I, that that ringing from that slot machine le- back there less, is going to be brutal for I me. Need, the next level. I need less oxygen in my life. Also, can I point something else too? And I don't want to be on anybody's bad side when I say this because I know that these fans are crazy and they will put me on the bad side. But I love these tech. I love Texas Tech fans and I love their passion. Uh-oh. But every time they come in the chat and they just ask about when we're going to talk about Texas Tech. Guys, you do realize there were, what, how many other games today that we need to talk about? Like, we'll talk yeah. about Texas Tech. We talked Tech. a lot about Don't Texas worry. Tech. Don't worry. We talked about hey, it. Hey, hey. What's your problem with Texas Tech? There's nothing wrong with I Texas Tech. I can't believe I just Dagan is calling out all of I, I just bad. Listen, I look at the chat the entire time, right? We're looking at the chat, and it's every everybody's always just like, when are we going to talk about Tech? When are we going to talk about Tech? We get, we'll get there. Don't worry. We don't forget about them. All right, that's all I'm saying. No, I, I 100% agree. Rock oh, fights. We'll get Rock there. fights only. <laughs> Sounds like Dagan saying these people I'm not. I'm just, I'm just saying. There's a lot of hostility man, towards the people. A lot of violence, violence, man. Yeah, a lot well, of hostility. No over here, obviously. Don't worry about it. <laughs> a lot of hostility. What we got? Anything else? There's there's plenty in here. I got yeah, go go, 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 go back and find it because everybody's, everybody's asking where Teddy is. All right. Tom Izzo ending Coach K's career. I just don't know that they have the firepower, guys. I'm sorry. I would love to tell you that. Sorry. 
I think you can. Duke's not playing great right now if we get it. They played better defensively today. They were at least communicating, but goodness me. I I just – you're going to have to have some guys with firepower that can score it. Can can I ask you guys a question to follow up on that? Yeah. Yeah. uh, (laughs) So, technically, as a Michigan State fan, I'm more scared – I was more scared of the Davidson matchup because of the style of basketball and the way they play. Now, Duke's more talented, but like you stated, they're not really playing the best, and sometimes they'll be a little discombobulated at times. Am I out of my mind for saying that? Have I been in the sports book too long? You need to get some fresh air, too. Is, oh, come on. Yeah. We all need it. Yeah, we all need it. I'm just saying. I, I just feel like what Michigan State does is what Duke's better at. Yeah. Like, overwhelm you physically. Across and the Duke's board. just bigger. Of course, I said that. Yeah. I mean, across the board, across they're just board. bigger and a little bit better. I, I, I've got, Here we go. I've got a question, and it doesn't relate if to Joey it. Hauser, it doesn't really, hey, Joey no. Hauser goes for 30 again? No. He's got a shot. No. This is, this is a question I want to ask. Okay. Because um, it, it – Relates to one of our uh, one of our own. Okay. So what are your thoughts on Archie Miller to Rhode Island? Congratulations, man. Happy for him. Great, great I, hire. I sent him a text congratulating him, and he's happy to be there. He's I'm around good people. I'm excited to get going again. So happy for Big Arch. He's I'm just waiting for job. the I'm waiting for the field of 68 counteroffer. Until, this means we know. get tickets, man. He got fi- he got fired. He was let go for field 68. <laughs> yeah, because he picked he picked New Mexico State. <laughs> yeah, because right? he picked New Mexico State. He's gone. <laughs> He's cut off. We are we are a Sean Miller podcast network from here on out. Sean Fair enough. Miller. Fair enough. Sean no, Miller. congratulations. Sean Miller, no, no, I will I will say this though. In all seriousness, I I think that Those I think that Archie great, I think Archie and Sean are incredibly smart basketball minds. They are. They could forget more basketball than I know. Yeah, they are. They are two guys that are absolutely wired to coach, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm I'm very happy that they are going to be in a position where they can. Uh, well, Archie's going to be in a position where um, he's going to be coaching again because that's yeah. that's what he that's what he wants to do. That, that's his his dad's a coach, his brother's a coach, everyone in his family is a coach. He came up a coach. This is where he's uh, supposed to be and what he's supposed to be doing. So yeah. um, I'm happy it's working out for him. Uh, I'm hopeful that we're still going to be able to kind of keep him in the uh, the field of the sixty eight field, uh, field the sixty field of sixty. I'm, I'm fucking losing my mind, guys. The field of sixty eight crew uh, for moving forward. We'll we'll definitely have him on as a guest. Yeah, I'll tell you this much: he is texting me. He's like, "How come everyone's saying I'm done at field uh, field of sixty eight? We might have him on once in a that while. That would be cool. Might might have might have him be able to jump on. The only problem is if like if you're a coach, I would imagine it would be pretty difficult to. Give honest. Yeah, he can't. I wouldn't. Here's the other that. problem. Yeah. That motherfucker is competitive as hell. And if he's coming on after a loss, do you know how grumpy he's going to end up? Oh, that would make for great. God. That would make for great stuff. That would make for great stuff if that were the case. I, it's just conflict of interest. No, is hard. I would love I, to see the two Millers go at it after a loss between oh, the two dude, of you them. Should, you should see. The, I wish you could see the group text. Somehow I ended up on a group text with those two and Goodman. And the, like, the bickering is everything that you would expect out of two brothers, two brothers. Except all they do is yell at each other in like the highest IQ basketball arguments you could ever imagine. And I'm just like, what? I, I got what, caught in the middle of one right one here? time. We was getting on. You know how we get the group chat before we yeah. go oh, yeah. night, And I'm in the middle of like. Okay, like yeah, huh. <laughs> like I didn't know how to answer either way. I was like, you guys go ahead and figure that out. It'd be cool to see Sean get back into it too soon. Also, oh, I'm gonna run this by you, Rob, because I just told, I just talked to to Greg about this. Um, so it doesn't look like Teddy's here, unfortunately, and I feel bad because I don't also want him to email you at the same time. So I don't really know what we're supposed to do about that. But um, well, here's here's the thing: we have we have a couple days. If if we don't hear from Teddy by tomorrow's after dark, we'll. Be good. Give them away again. 
Yeah. All right, we'll do that. But but I think what we're going to do tomorrow, and I'm going to put Greg in charge of this still, but you're going to give it to me because you're not doing after tomorrow. We'll do a trivia question tomorrow, and that's how we'll give it away in the chat. So that way we know the people are here. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what a we'll great do. idea. All right. I, yep. I got the question. Well, well, well. I can't bring it to the chat right now? Well, no, I want to. No, no, I want to no, no, no. give. I want to give Teddy his time, it, just, yeah, just in case he, because if he watches back tomorrow morning and he hears his name again, you know, we got to give him a chance. Yeah, he did win fair and square the first time. So. Yeah. So th- this is your fair warning, Teddy. You got 24 hours. We can pin that as a comment um, on the yeah. on on the video when we're done streaming, so that he'll be. So able everybody's got to come back tomorrow and see if if Teddy yeah, gets yeah, tickets. Come back tomorrow. So. And see if Teddy's can we do a practice trivia question? Can we let Carter back in? By the way, no, he can stay out there. He's he need, he needs. He needs. Can I? Can I? Can, Rob? Can I ask you? I was told. I was told he was bringing three beers with him. For what? Who I texted him, you said, texted him and said, "Get more beer." The okay. bartender. Yeah, well, the bartender texted me. The bartender texted me and said, "Hey, we need to close on your tab. We're getting ready to close out here." And so I was like, "Carter, can you go sign it so the, the poor man can go home?" But I also I said, bet, "I bet that's exactly how that conversation went." Said, <laughs> <laughs> the chat said 100 likes. Rob Doster was doing a tequila shot. Yeah, I, heard Here, I heard that too. You, I heard that. That's what chat said. Tequila shot? No. That's what chat said. Yeah. Wait. What happened here? He was heading out. He didn't have any beer. What do you think about Todd Golden getting? Yes, I was going to get to that. What do you think about Todd Golden to Florida? I. Do you like the hire, young I, coach? I like it a lot coming. more than I like Carter walking back in here without a beer in his uniform. You got you got half a beer over there still. You got plenty. I know, but it was like, I answer the question. Doster just said Doster is too soft for tequila. Oh, that's a challenge. No, the problem is I wasn't too soft for for tequila, and now I have a very uh, adverse reaction. No, me me and tequila have a. Have a uh, dysfunctional relationship, relationship right now. Like a complicated that. relationship it's right complicated. now. It's complicated. It's dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Not a tequila guy. Listen, I'll, I will. I'll, I'll. I'll say this about Todd Golden. Um, I'm very, very happy that he was able to get a job because he needed. I mean, look, they're losing everything. We talked about it last night. San Francisco getting to the NCAA tournament as an at-large bid is a ridiculous coaching job. It's 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 laughable that, that that honestly it's ridiculous what he was able to do there. It's laughable that he was able to get that program yep. and at large bit out of that conference. Uh, the SEC is an entirely different beast. Yes, it is. Um, and I don't think it's all X's and O's and analytics. And when it comes to that stuff, like I mean, he's they call him the Golden Boy for a reason, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot more that goes into succeeding as a head coach in the SEC. Where you have to go up against the likes of Will Wade and the likes of well, Bruce you don't Carl have to go up against Will Wade and John anymore. Calipari, but you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah. and John Calipari, and like there's there's a way of getting things done in the SEC. Um, now, Pearl. look, I will Bruce. say this: Todd Golden was an assistant for Bruce Pearl, yeah. mm-hmm. so um, I think he gets it. I think it's very good for him. He gets it. Uh, I want to see the staff that he hires before I say this is a home run hire. <laughs> the, the man's a brilliant basketball coach, a brilliant yeah. mind, and and I have no doubt that he's gonna he's gonna win. It's just a question of. Is he going to do what Mike White did and kind of be like that that tournament team, borderline top twenty five team, and people are going to be like, "All right, you're six years in. What are we doing here?" Mm-hmm. Or is he going to get them back to the Billy Donovan levels? I don't know, but it's a good move for him. And I think, but, that but it's Florida worth- before Billy Donovan was never that. I know. Like I think there might be some confusion as to well, what the ex- expectations Kruger, were, should be. If they were good when Lon Kruger was there. They were good. Yeah, they were they national, national championship. championship. Yeah, right. no, for sure, and, for yeah. sure. Like, and I like think, Billy Donovan, they were great. And, and the problem is, if you're going to compare somebody to um, to the best person that ever did that job, mm-hmm. then, uh, I mean, that's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Uh, by the I'm, way, I'm doubling down on my point that I said just a few minutes ago. And you Rick guys, Patino to Seton Hall. No. Stop it. 
Um, he is at Iona, though. They, we do hire coaches from Iona, so it may, I mean, watch out. I don't know. Um, Mateo wants us to talk about tech. Um, so I mean, I'm just doubling down on my point that I said earlier. That they're talk awesome. About, uh, they're great, man. They, what a performance! Go, go back to the beginning of the show when we talked about tech for like 15 minutes, and you yeah. can find all the, all the talk. Virginia, Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming maybe it's Virginia Tech. I don't know. No. I, I don't know. Okay. Can you okay. clarify that? Um, but yeah. the chat does want a practice trivia question for in case they need to, they need to be ready right. for tomorrow. So I'm really interested hey. to see. So great. I want my question about that hire is why you guys just have your own conversation. No, right? we're talking about no. Kenny Payne. Like Kenny because Payne. Oh yeah, go ahead. Talk well, about Kenny Payne. So yeah, yeah, to make the announcement, it's not like he was. It should have been done. Like this is another one of those conversations. Like how long ago was this done? And what took so long to announce it? It could have been like Kenny Payne had the same agent as uh, Andy Enfield and Bruce Pearl. And <laughs> he's like, I'll take the they job, but we're going to wait for a little yeah, bit. Let, 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 let me get my other paid. guys paid, and then we can figure it out. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Kenny Payne can obviously recruit. Kenny Coach, he's never been that guy. He's never been in that head seat. It's a big difference. I mean, what do you think there, Rob? Kenny Payne? Yeah. Uh, I, Who am I giving this to? Carter. Okay. Um, I, I think it is a – a really good hire considering the circumstances yes, for I agree with Louisville. Um, I think it was the smart move. If I was the interim athletic director there, that is who I would have gone to hire. Um, I think that uh, it is I, – I, I don't think you can know what Kenny Payne is going to be as a That's head right. coach until you give him the job and give him the chance, right? right? Until you give him the opportunity to, to swing for the fences. Now, uh, if there were, if you knew who your boss was going to be, if you knew who his boss was going to be, and if you knew what the um, the NCAA's punishment was going to be, if that was in your rearview mirror, then I don't think that you hire Kenny Payne because you can probably go out and get an established head coach that we look at as one of the top 10, yeah. 15 coaches in the business. Um, but big picture, I think it's great that a minority assistant is getting a shot at a big job like this. Look at look at the other guys that have had chances. Like Mike Boyton, done a great job. You, I, Kim English, I think he's going to do a really good job. Ben Johnson at Minnesota, right? We've talked about it. I've written a lot of stories about it, how they're, how guys in that situation don't always get the opportunities that they've necessarily deserved. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that Kenny's getting the chance, and I hope that he crushes it. Yeah. There's just a lot up in the air. I thought it was a safe bet. They are going to be able to recruit. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. I'm curious to see what they're going to do on the floor uh, because he's never been that guy. But uh, congratulations to him. Louisville, you, you know, you haven't been as good as what you want to be, at least since Patino left, right? But – you're going to be getting those guys that Patino was getting again. They're good pros now. Yeah, yeah. like you're going to be able to win the summers. And I, that's a big portion of it. I mean, it's the Jims and the Joes, not the X's and the O's. And, uh, and if you're able to get those guys at Louisville in a ACC that's been struggling lately, I mean, you're going to be able to compete every night. And Kenny Payne's going to get you there quicker than a lot of hires would. Cool. Nice. Joey Stephan wants my, my Seton Hall, Mount Rushmore. Um, I'll give you three three legends from Seton Hall. Uh, Terry DeHair, uh obviously is on that list. Um, I I'm can't gonna, hear anything. Can you speak what do you mean you can't hear anything? Yeah, it's, oh, because Carter has the door open. Yeah. You know that ringing bell. It's you hear. Yeah, yeah I hear day. that. Uh, so he, uh, Joey Stephan wanted to know Mount Rushmore. So I'm going to give him three three legends from Seton Hall because I don't want to take forever because mm-hmm. you know whatever. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't a Seton Hall fan before I went there, so don't know that much. Um, well, I, no, no, I'm blanking. Terry DeHair is on on that list. Um, I would say. What about Miles Powell? Are we Miles Powell's, well, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a touchy <laughs> subject these days. Um, I would say, I mean, well, when Kevin I was there, Williams Isaiah, leave, if Isaiah Kevin Whitehead. Was leaving, then we can say him again. That's true. Isaiah Whitehead was obviously awesome to watch when we were there. And then John Fanta is on that list as yeah, well. Yeah, he's got to be. He was awesome on the intramural courts, just saying. Um, yeah. But, uh, and I had a question I was going to ask, but now I forget it. Um, oh, 
you asked this question, Greg, kind of, sort of. What are the stat lines of all five of or the f- five of us? Who's on the bench? I'm on the bench. Oh, you're on the bench. All right, of all six of us played in the game against who? Did you say who? We didn't even, we didn't even say Especially who. I said if the field of 68 rolled out, 40-minute basketball game, Dagan Hughes at point, Rob Doster shooting guard, T.O. at the three, R.C. at the four, Carter Elliott holding down the five. What's what the are the numbers? Lines? I just – I. Why are you putting me at the two when you got Randolph <laughs> Childress and Terrence Oval? We know who's not coaching. It'd be a whole lot of assists for you guys. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I don't know if there's enough basketball to go you around. You want to play the fourth? There'd be a whole lot of assists for if, you If three. I'm on a court, if I'm on a court with Randolph Childress and Terrence Oglesby, you know what my job is? Run around and run into people. Set screens. You can do that from the two. I don't go inside the paint, so I'm going three-point line, three-point line. That's it. I have to five. <laughs> we didn't have an option. Who's the coach? Yeah, yeah. Who's the Greg, coach made, Greg made the lineup. Yeah. I don't know. We're definitely not volunteering you for that job, Greg. Not yeah. the coach. Greg's fired. I don't. I've been fired from three different jobs in the last forty-eight hours. Can't be the better. Can't, can't be the coach. I'm tired. <laughs> we'll bounce back tomorrow, Greg. Don't worry. All right, I'm good. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, let's do yeah. our. Uh, we got to do um, three cheers. Glenson said Rob is putting up Tony oh. Stell numbers. Ouch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. That's poor. That's Max Christie numbers is what we call that now. Well, here, I mean, I, look, like, I would not foul out. I don't, look, I'm telling you, I go three-point line, three-point line. If we're calling it. it what it is, then all of us are putting up Tony Stell numbers if these two are on the floor. True. Ain't no one else There's not enough basketball to go around. Ain't no one else getting a shot. No. We would take turns. Yeah. Carter might get some rebounds. Yeah. Thanks, th- thanks, Carter. Yeah, good job. He, he does some scores. He says some screens, too. You think he boards? Also, we lost our producer hey, cam, so nobody swing. gets to see us. This man? We lost the producer cam. Producer cam's out. It's okay. Don't worry about it. They know what we look like by now. Yeah. You got you got your you got your one shot at Dagan Hughes. Um. All right. Let's do never, our uh, never to see me again. Let's do our cheers of the night, guys. Let's do our cheers. Yeah. Of the let's night. go home. If we get to if we get to two hundred likes on this video, I'll chug that beer. We're only what? All right, let me quick math. Twenty seven away. Big deal. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. I think the eleven seed. You know, one a day. I know we we talked about you know Quinley, you know, terrible knee injury, and hope he's all right. I hope he gets a speedy recovery. But again, I, I thought it was an impressive win with with Notre Dame and Mike Bray, and, and they survive and they continue to dance. So I, I was impressed with them today. Uh, you know what, guys? I, I'm gonna go with uh, Tyrese Hunter, Iowa State, 27. What, however many points, hit seven threes, a huge one at the end of the game. A, a freshman that. People need to know about. They haven't really. People haven't really been keeping us up as much as they should. Uh, today was his coming out party, and boy, was he good. So Tyrese Hunter for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit different with my cheers, and I'm going to go with us. Yeah. Everyone in this room, everyone that is sitting here in the chat, everyone that's watching along with us, we took a shot on this thing. We've never, uh, we've never done something quite like this before with multiple cameras, multiple setups in the studio, doing a live watch along, different angles on the cameras, the producer cam. We've never done anything like this. Literally everything that we do with the field of uh, the field of 68 has been just throwing shit against the wall yeah. and seeing what works. And I'll tell you this The best much, way to do it. Yeah, I'll tell you this much. Based off of what we've, what we've done, the results that we've gotten, the feedback that we've gotten from people, it seems like this is working. I had a fucking great time doing this. I had a ton of fun. I'm I'm shitting on those guys for their bad bets. It was fun (laughs) as hell, losing those bets. And at the end of the day, like, it's it's all about having a good time. It would have been a lot more fun if if Teddy Buckets, you know, (laughs) had been Teddy Bricketts for a little bit longer. But uh, did we we talk about that yesterday? How you how you turned that whole game around? I think we did. But yeah, I I, I lost that game for UConn. 
Did you was, know about this? I wouldn't. Yeah, you called him Teddy Bricketts. Teddy Bricketts. He went over. I think he made his next eight, eight to ten shots after he, he, after he, he made, said that. He, he missed six in a row. I said, might as well call him Teddy Bricket now. And then he made his next seven shots. No, what happened was I said that. Carter said that's the kind of thing that's going to make him catch fire. And then he did the next seven shots. And I was like, <sighs> nailed that one. That's the one thing you got right all weekend. Damn. Ouch. Ah, <laughs> what a parting Ouch. shot before we log off here. Ouch. No, but listen, it was, this has been great. This has been fun. Cheers uh, cheers to everybody in this room right now. Cheers to everybody in the chat. Cheers to everybody watching and listening at home. It was a blast, guys. Cheers, this has been guys. The Field of 68 After Dark.